Welcome to another production for Explosion Marketing and Leads Explosion. And today we've got the amazing Catherine Minette with us. So welcome, Catherine. Thank Catherine, you, Mary. Glad to be here. It's great to have you here. So for everyone, Catherine Minette is a sales success business coach and trainer with 30 plus years of frontline sales experience, winner of three Representative of the Year awards, and a consistent track record of exceeding budget in several multinational corporations. An experienced corporate trainer and coach, Catherine transitioned from corporate to business owner, establishing Minute Sales Academy. Well done, Catherine. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) She now coaches and trains female business owners, 40 to 60 years old, who sell face-to-face and are struggling to make consistent sales. Her clients learn how to handle their sales fears, find their ideal client customers, and double their sales without feeling salesy. Catherine does this through her unique group online transformation sales training and coaching program called the Sales Confidence Formula. So tell me, Catherine, what do you love most about your life and what you do? Well, I think the big thing for me is having that freedom of being a business owner and not tied to the corporate world where in corporate, obviously, you have to be in certain places at certain times on somebody else's agenda. And sometimes you may not want to get up at four o'clock in the morning to be on a 6 a.m. flight. Uh, If I was to choose to get on a, a flight to see someone, I would choose a time that I would want to get on. And so although I still have to have meetings and I still have to be at places, at least I have the choice. It's up to me to decide what I do and when I do it. So I think really it's that freedom, the freedom uh, to be in control of my own life. And that's one of my core values is freedom. So that works really well for me. And having been in sales for, for, for the whole of my career, over 30 years now in corporate sales, I was fortunate enough to have a certain amount of freedom because I always worked from home. And as a salesperson, you get to make your own appointments and you do get to go out uh, and see your customers and prospects, you know, whenever I was able to tee up appointments with them. So I did have a, a control of my calendar to some degree. And I didn't, mostly I didn't work out of an office. So I've, I've never really had that nine to five. I've had to be in the office and drive through peak hour traffic. I had a, a reasonable amount of flexibility. But now being self-employed, I've got complete flexibility. And so I really enjoy that. And I enjoy that I really feel like I'm making a difference now because as I'm working with clients, I'm actually helping change people's lives. You know, it's when those have those light, they have those light bulb moments. And you've probably experienced this yourself, Nari, when you're working with people where, you know, you just ask one question sometimes and the penny drops, they sort of start, you can see their brain ticking over and they they can then go out and make a change in their life. And I love being a part of, of helping people grow their business and change their lives. A great place to be, isn't it? That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, let me ask you, who is your ideal client? Well, you alluded to that in the introduction, but uh, definitely a highly driven businesswoman, uh, someone who must make consistent sales because they need to to scale their business. And they they may be facing some fears, fears of having to go out and sell. So there might be some limiting beliefs around what sales is and their ability to sell. So I help them break through those sales fears 
And also I help them with the strategic uh, aspects of selling. So it's all that go that being able to set their goals and, and helping people be accountable for their goals and, and their prospecting and taking the actions consistently that they need to take in order to be successful at selling their products, but also to grow their business. And, and when they do that and when they can have uh, effective sales conversations where they're really using a, a, a sales process that is guaranteed to help them be able to convert their leads into sales, which means they can ultimately double their sales. Uh, that's what I do. That's what I help people do, uh, especially female business owners. I enjoy working with women. They do tend to, uh, there's many that I meet that, that do have fears around what selling is and, and their ability to go out and make sales. And when they get that shift in that mind, that uh, paradigm shift of what selling really is, uh, that can really make a difference to their business. And then, then add on the skills, the strategy and the skills, along with that mindset, that's the sweet spot. That's when they get the, the three things all working together. And that's when it can really make a, a shift in their business. That's great. Thank you for that. And you've sort of answered the next question, but I'll ask it anyway. Please do. <laughs> uh, yeah. What is the problem that you solve? Well, I think the biggest problem for a lot of business owners is making sales and making sales consistently. So they may have those uh, you know, it was suddenly it's going well, and then all of a sudden it's like the sales have disappeared. So they're not consistently getting the sales results that they need. And consistent cash flow is critical for, for the life of a business, as we all know. And so one of the problems that people have is that consistency of going out looking for new customers. It's doing the prospecting and knowing exactly what they need to do and then doing it consistently. And also for business owners as well, it's it's staying focused, focused on what their goals are and aligning that uh, their goals with their true purpose. And when you get that alignment of your goal with your purpose, that becomes your North Star. That becomes the thing that can drive you. That's the thing that will get you out of bed in the morning when you don't feel like it. And when things don't go the, the way you want, want things to go, and sometimes things don't work out as well as we would like them to work out, it's that North Star, it's that goal and that purpose being in aligned that helps us keep going, keep going, keep going. Because the only way uh, to be successful is to consistently be moving forward despite the challenges that you face. And it's not that as business owners, we're not going to we're not going to have challenges. Of course, we're going to have challenges. The difference between the successful business owners and the ones that give up is that the successful business owners, they, they face their challenges and they keep moving forward. They don't let them stop them. And that's all successful business owners. They've failed many times, but they pick themselves up, they dust themselves off, and they just keep moving forward. Learn from your mistakes. And that's what I encourage my clients to do. Absolutely. We live, we learn, and we move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the typical symptoms people experience with their sales problems? And you've sort of touched on a few of these, but are there any more that you'd like to expand on? Uh, well, the symptoms, the lack of cash flow, uh, and I think the symptoms that affects the actual business owner, if you look at it from a personal point of view, that's when they start getting the stress levels get high. When people get stressed, and overwhelmed they're not sleeping at night when you're not sleeping at night then you wake up you're tired in the morning 
And that overwhelm, that frustration can cause procrastination, which means that then you don't do the things that you need to be doing. And if you're not doing the things that you need to be doing consistently, that's just going to compound that feeling of overwhelm and then stress, which then compounds into lack of sleep. And before you know it, if you haven't addressed the issues, then you're just going to get this spiraling downward spiral of emotions and feelings. And if your emotions and feelings are not good, then you're not going to take good actions. And if you don't take the good consistent actions, you're not going to get the results. So, but it starts with the belief and thoughts in, in your, in your head first. So I always like to work with my clients first with their belief systems, because if we can work on those beliefs and help them have strong beliefs so that even when they face challenging situations, they can come back to their beliefs that will keep their emotions high so that they can keep taking action to keep getting the results they want. So working with thoughts, beliefs, and also actions is critical for the success of business. And that's how I work with my clients, coaching them through those specific areas. Okay, great. And what are the common mistakes that people often make when they're trying to sort of dig themselves out of the situation they're in and what they've got going through their head? Well, I think a common one, I think, is the shiny object syndrome. <laughs> the shiny object syndrome is they, they start getting panicked and stressed and then they see the next shiny thing. So they might be scrolling on Facebook, looking for an answer, looking for an idea, and they see something and they think, oh, I could try this. This is, this is something I haven't done before. And before they know it, they've gone down this rabbit hole. They've signed up for another program and then they get lost down a, a, a rabbit hole where they originally was not part of their plan. And that's why having a, a strategic plan. So with specific purpose, specific goals, specific strategies in place and tactics that they know that they have to do every day consistently. And if they can have that front and center and be focused on it, it can help them well, can pre help prevent the distractions of the shiny object. Because then the question is, is this new thing I'm looking at, is that part of my plan? Is this going to help what I've already planned and strategized to do for the year? And if the answer is no, then it shouldn't be looked at. It shouldn't be done then. It doesn't mean you'll never do it. It means put it on the back burner and just focus on what you plan to do and what you strategize to do and keep taking actions on the tactics and actions that you need to be taking to achieve the strategy so that you can achieve your goal. So it's that lack of focus and clarity. Once people go off track down, that then causes all sorts of problems like procrastination and overwhelm and stress. So I think the key thing though, Nari, is they have to have a good plan a good goal, good strategy in place, and basically work the plan. And when people need help with that, that's where a coach or a mentor comes in, accountability buddies, whoever you need, but someone to help you stay focused on the goal that you've set for yourself. Could not agree more because, um, as you say, you know, when you go chasing those shiny new things that you can often see, and we get so much stuff put in front of us every day, and I'll call yeah. it stuff because it is stuff, um, then what we do is we tend to just stay on what I call that hamster wheel and we yes. just keep running around in circles and, you know, it can actually cost us our business if Absolutely. we don't have focus. Absolutely. And mm. 
And I think scrolling through Facebook, I think rather than scrolling and being a consumer of Facebook, I mean, Facebook, people say, oh, Facebook's bad. But, you know, Facebook is a business tool. And if you use it as a business tool, so you should be ideally spending most of your time. If you're on Facebook, you're doing it for research purposes. You're in Facebook groups, maybe if that's a strategy. I'm not saying you go and do this, but if that's your strategy, a Facebook group strategy, then great. When you're on Facebook, be doing the strategy that you're doing or Facebook ads might be your strategy. Great. If you're on Facebook doing your Facebook ads, great. Then that's a good time spent. But if your time is being spent on Facebook, just scrolling through other feeds and looking at other people's successes and comparing yourself to like, oh, this person's won an award and I haven't won any awards. Next, it's like, oh, this person's just launched their book. I haven't got a book yet. Oh. By the time you finish scrolling and looking at everybody's success stories, you've wasted an hour or two. And all you've done is you've affected these thoughts in your head, which affect your feelings, which means you're probably not going to take the action and you've wasted time as well. So you've got the time to do the actions you should be doing. So I say stay in your lane, stay focused on your own goal, your own strategies, and just keep focused on doing what you set out to achieve at the beginning of the year and consistently review your goals and strategies to make sure that you are still on target. Awesome. Thank you. And what's one valuable free action that the um, the listeners can implement that will help them solve the problems that they're having around sales? Yeah. Well, I've, two things. Firstly, uh, I'll give them a little technique that I do teach my clients. And it's a, it's a reframing technique. So some of you may have heard of it. Uh, but are you doing it? <laughs> this is the question. So a reframing technique is when something happens, and you don't like it, like something bad happens. The idea is to reframe that situation, change the story in your mind. So instead of it being negative and, oh, this didn't work, it's switching to a positive thought, looking for the, uh, the, the silver lining, looking for the positive in it and reframing what's happened to say, instead of, oh, that, I did a Facebook ad and I got no signups, you know, I wasted my money. Instead, you reframe it to, I did a Facebook ad and although I didn't get any signups, I have now learned what I need to do differently. So now when I go and do the next Facebook ad, I know I can tweak it to improve it. So changing that negative experience into a positive learning experience, because if you don't do that, you won't move on. You won't get back up and do another Facebook ad. So there has to be a learning. There has to be a positive in everything that happens, even if it's not what you expected. So reframing everything. And it's like when people say, oh, I'm not good enough. Well, when you hear that voice in your head, I'm not good enough. And that's a very common one reframe it it's like stop no i am good enough and remind yourself of all the things you have done you have completed you have achieved and sometimes you have to be your own coach if you haven't got a coach then get a coach but sometimes you have to also be your own coach and give yourself that self-talk that positive self-talk so that's techniques that you can implement straight away but another thing that nari that people can do is I'm after, I actually run free training sessions. Now, I'm not sure what date this uh, podcast will be going out, but I frequently do live Zoom sales masterclass trainings. And it's 60 minutes live on Zoom. And the title is The, C the Three Secrets 
that are stopping you from doubling your sales and how to fix it. So it's a very comprehensive, in-depth, there's no sales pitch here, it's pure sales training. But if you come, register for the class, come along, you get to ask questions at the end, and you can learn all about the sales process and some of the issues that are stopping you from doubling your sales. So that would be an hour very well spent. So I'll give you the link, Nari, to put in your show notes. And then if people click on that link and register, the date of the next class will come up. Because as I say, I do these regularly. Uh, so there will be a link for that in the show notes. That's brilliant. Two things that your, two things that your listeners can do. Brilliant. Thank you so much. No so the last question is, what question, what is the one question that I should have asked you but I didn't? The one question that you should have asked me? Oh, well, a lot of people like to know where I'm from and where my accent is from because it does confuse people. Uh, so Nari and I were talking before we, we got onto the show and we're practically neighbors. So we're both, we're both living in Australia at different states, but only about an hour and a bit away from each other. I'm actually based in Brisbane, Australia. However, I was uh, brought up in Liverpool in the UK. So for those of you who detected the English accent, you were correct. I do have an English accent. I'm from Liverpool originally, but I've spent most of my adult life now in Brisbane, Australia. And so I do, I consider myself Australian now, although the Australians don't think I sound Australian. And of course the English people think I sound Australian. So I'm a bit of a bit of a blend of English and Australian now. Okay, wonderful. Thank you for that. Okay, well, look, thank you, Catherine. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Nari. Pleasure's all mine.